Welcome to 5 Minutes of Courage with Maggie Arndt. This podcast focuses on God's Word, the Bible, and how much God loves you. Our goal is to show you throughout Scripture how loved and valued you are by the God of the universe. 5 Minutes is all you need to be filled with hope, joy, purpose, and yes, courage. Now here's your host, Maggie Arndt. Hey everybody, welcome back to 5 Minutes of Courage with me, Maggie. Today we are starting the Gospel of John, chapter 15, and we are smack dab in the middle of what's known as the Upper Room Discourse. The reason is, Jesus and his disciples are still in the Upper Room, and in the Gospel of John, chapters 14 through 17, he has a lot he wants to tell them. Jesus has a lot in his mind and a lot on his heart. And even though he's had three years with them, there are some things he just wants to make absolutely sure is solid in their minds before he goes off to trial and to be crucified. And so in chapter 15, we come across what's called Jesus the True Vine, at least in my Bible, that's how it's described. And so sit back Close your eyes if you want to, unless you're driving, then don't close your eyes. But um, I'm just going to read for you from my NLT, verses 1 through 8. This is Jesus speaking. I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do not bear fruit, so they, they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them, will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my father. So he's talking to the disciples in a metaphor or a parable that they would understand. They were surrounded by many vineyards. And so for Jesus to say, I'm the vine you're the branches, would make sense to them. They would also understand the work of pruning. And if you look at the Greek for pruning, you can also substitute the English word cleanse. So when you are pruning a bush or a shrub or a vine, you are cleansing it. You are removing anything that's dead that is not fruitful. Now, the difference between a dead branch, a decayed branch, and a non-fruitful branch That's a significant difference. What you want to do is get rid of anything that is dead, that is decayed, because it can harbor bacteria, it can harbor disease, and it will no longer produce fruit no matter what. Whereas a young branch that is not yet fruitful just needs to remain on the vine in order to come to fruition. Now, if you know me in person, or even if you don't, I will tell you, I'm the world's worst gardener. My poor houseplants are in peril simply by living in my house. I don't try to kill things. It just happens. And so we have a sweet little garden in the back corner of our yard 
that my husband has taken over for me because I have been so completely inefficient at growing anything. And he'll even grow tomatoes for me, which he hates and I love because he's just so sweet to me. He currently has um, a little mini greenhouse in our living room with little seeds that he started a week or so ago that he's planning to transplant into our garden. And so he spent a lot of time this last weekend going through our yard with his pruners and pruning out any dead wood on existing bushes and shrubs and vines that we had. And then we did, in fact, have the season's first bonfire. It says right here, such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. Well, that's what we did. And we sat in a in the crisp spring air in the evening and had our first bonfire because those branches were not doing our plants any good anymore. Now, we are people, we are not plants. So if we take this metaphor as Jesus is the vine, we are the branches. What we need to think about is what in our life, what in our lives needs to be pruned out? What is no longer giving us service? What is what is no longer producing good fruit in our lives? Is it maybe the gossiping that we do? Is it, you know, the stories are, it's fun to talk about other people, but is that something that is helping us to create good fruit? If we really think about it or the shows that we watch or the things we see or even post on social media, some things on social media are very edifying. Sometimes you will read the most encouraging quote that will make your day. And other times you'll see things that aren't even real that will ruin your whole week. We need to know the difference. And are they rooted in things that will further the kingdom? Now, as just a personal example, there are many, many people in the world, many of my Christian friends included, who use the long, drawn-out phrase, and you're just going to need to know what I'm saying, O-M-G. It would be taking the Lord's name in vain. And so they don't use the letters O-M-G. They actually say it, oh my And to me, even though that's something I maybe at one point in my life said, it's like nails on a chalkboard or like accidentally biting the wooden popsicle stick at the end of your popsicle that just gives me shivers. I hate that. I honestly would rather hear someone use a four-letter word than to profane my Lord's name in my presence. That is something I have pruned out of my life and it now does not produce any good fruit in me. In fact, it produces bad feelings in me. I don't have bad feelings about the people that say it. It just, I find it offensive. OMG. And so that's not something that I use. I'm wondering if you think about your life, even something as little as that, what is something that is no longer producing good fruit in you that maybe used to be something really common? Think about that. If you come up with something that you want to share, you know I love to have feedback from you. Tomorrow, we will revisit the greatest commandment that Jesus has given with a little bit of a twist. See you right back here tomorrow. Be well. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'd hate for you to miss out on even one minute of courage. Then share it with all your friends. If you'd like more information or would like to contact me directly, go to 5minutesofcourage.com. That's the number five, and you can connect with me there.